Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega And unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome to the show. It is Am I on the Air? We are live broadcasting from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in Tucson, Arizona. It is Sunday night, August the 9th. That is right, August the 9th, as we are here to bring you up to speed and all the latest and greatest in entertainment news. And before we get started, I want to send a pre-birthday shout-out to my bro, so what up, Jordan? Happy birthday. His birthday is August 10th. So let's see if uh, he catches this birthday shout-out because he better be listening to this damn show. Uh, also, on top of that, I would like to shout-out um, my other show, Red Dragons Assemble. We, of course, you should know by now. Come on, you know what it is. It's the gathering of the Red Dragons team. We come together once a month, and we speak all the entertainment news together from the previous month. So we just did episode 6 of Red Dragons Assemble. I can't believe it's been half a year already, man. Six months we've done this show. Um, like I said, we always at the beginning of the month will pop out a new episode of Red Dragons Assemble, breaking down the news from the previous month. So we talked everything in July. And, uh, of course, it's a show done by me, along with Geeky Pat and Peeps. So we come together and we break that down. So please go check out the brand new episode of Red Dragons Assemble. It's over on reddragonsradio.com. All right. So that's our pimp out of the week. Definitely go check out that new episode. Um, we, of course, are going to start off with our movie review of the week. And I know a lot of people are waiting for this one. Uh, it's Fantastic Four. So, tonight is actually Season 11, Episode 5, and tonight's show is titled Not So Fantastic. Um, and I think you can pretty much gather why it's not so fantastic, because we're talking about the Fantastic Four reboot, directed by Josh Trank, who is the director of Chronicle. This was Fox's attempt to relaunch the Fantastic Four. Uh, eventually bring it into that Fox universe along with the X-Men, do crossover films. I mean, a lot of potential was there. Uh, Fox has even dated a, a sequel to Fantastic Four to come out in a couple years in 2017. Um, yeah, we'll see if that ends up happening. <laughs> so, you know, this movie, uh, 
it's like where do you even begin uh it's a ginormous disappointment I, if you're into entertainment news i'm sure you've heard by now uh what people's takes are on this thing um i was really looking forward to this you know back oh, months ago when uh we did an am i still on the air special where we counted down our top 10 most anticipated films of the year and this movie here fantastic four broke into my top 10 i don't remember exactly where i put it it might have been number 10 um but i put it in there because i said you know what i have faith in fox josh trank is a good director kate barra is good miles teller is good michael b jordan's good jamie bell's good they had the right setup toby kebbell's good for doom they they got the right you know team put together for this thing even though I didn't want Fantastic Four to go younger. I didn't like that they were going with, you know, trying to be like, oh, these are 18, 19-year-olds. I wanted my older kind of Fantastic Four team like the other movies that set up. Um, but, you know, I, I, I bit into it. I liked the first trailer that came out. I liked the second trailer that came out. And I, I was all aboard for this film. I was very, very excited. Then about a week ago hit, and nobody had seen the movie. And we all know that when movie studios kind of hide a movie from the general public, it's because they're not happy with it. They didn't do any press screenings for this film until Wednesday when the movie came out on a Friday. That's scary. And, of course, those press screenings happened and no one at all seemed to like this film. Um, when it first popped up on Rotten Tomatoes, it was at like 14%, which I was like, oh, my God, that's that's insane. And by the weekend, it had fallen to 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that's where it currently still stands as a 9%. And I believe the um, the critic, or, well, the critic rating is a 9%. I believe the fan rating on the film right now sits at like 20%. So, I mean, this is a failure all the way around any way you look at it. There's no way to cut any kind of positivity into this thing at all um so i was pretty bummed and i was like man this isn't gonna look like it's gonna turn out to be very good and um but i was still on board with going to see it i was like you know we gotta go see this thing we gotta see what all the hoopla is about and i think on thursday before the movie came out the director himself josh trank tweeted out and i quote a year ago, I had a fantastic version of this, and it would have received great reviews. You'll probably never see it, but that's reality, though. Um, so he tweeted that, and then he immediately deleted it. Um, of course, because he's talking shit about the company that backed the film for him. Um, so once I saw that tweet, I was like, uh-oh. like he's, he's trying to distance himself from this film, and that's not a good thing. Um... So I saw the movie on Friday, and I saw it with the Red Dragons Assemble team, Geeky Pat, Peeps. Uh, we went and checked it out, and I'll tell you, man, none of us liked it. Uh, you know, Geeky Pat and Peeps hated it more than I did. Uh, they were talking about after we left that there was moments where they wanted to walk out of the film. Um, I never felt like it got that bad to where I wanted to walk out of it. Um, but it was just done really poorly. Um, it starts off 
decent for me. Um, I liked the beginning of it. I liked where they were going with it. And then it just kind of like took too long around the origin story. Um, I really want to dig into this, but this is spoiler free. So even though probably no one that either have seen this or you don't want to see this, so I probably wouldn't be even spoiling anything for you guys. But for for sake of argument, I won't spoil anything. So I'm, you know, we're watching this thing, and it just it just fizzed out at so many moments. Um, there's no action in this film, like whatsoever. You get one action scene at the very end of the movie, and it's pretty damn shitty. It feels like an action scene from a comic book movie ten years ago, um, or twenty years ago, to be honest. I mean, there's just absolutely no action in this thing, and the way that the team gets their powers is a little cheesy. A lot of it's actually cheesy. The, the CGI is pretty bad. Um, the direction's kind of wonky. Um, I'll tell you one big thing that bugged me, and I'm going to point it out for you guys, and it's probably going to drive you nuts if you haven't seen the movie yet. Kate Mara's hair as Sue Storm. I pointed this out to Geeky Pat and to Peeps during the movie, and once I did, they got pissed because they, they were noticing it as much as I was. Her hair fluctuated from like a dirty blonde to a super bright blonde to you know uh, longer than her shoulders to above her shoulders to down to a ponytail literally scene to scene it, her hair would just change in almost every scene of the movie and it was just driving me nuts because that's all I could focus on was just how could nobody catch this when they were editing this film I mean, it's bad. It's really bad because some scenes, her hair was just so brightly blonde. I mean, all of it. And then other scenes, like she had this brown, like I said, dirty blonde mixture. Um, and, and they were literally scene to scene. And the length of it was just killing me. It just shows how bad this thing was constructed. If I had to give it any positive on it, I thought that the thing... Um, Thane himself looked really cool. It was way better than Michael Chiklis and whatever costume he was in in the original films. Um, but I thought Thane looked really cool. I thought his voice sounded really cool. Um, but they completely messed up Doctor Doom. I mean, horribly. I mean, I, I don't even want to call that Doctor Doom because I don't know what the hell that character was. Um, it, it was just a really shitty, poor attempt at Fantastic Four. And I really don't know who to blame. Um, you know, Josh Trank is trying to throw Fox under the bus. But Fox is coming out saying, no, that's not true. You know, we supported the vision that, that Josh wanted to do. And that's what, you know, Simon Kinberg, the writer, has stated. Um, you know, if 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 this wasn't Josh Trinks' film and he left the project like some say he did and he didn't finish it and they did these reshoots a couple months ago, um, if he didn't like this film that much and he had that much beef with it, he could have fought to remove his name from it and they would have they just released it as... Directed by Joe Blow, like, and they could have just used like some uh, pseudonym. Um, it didn't have to come out as a Josh Trank film, but it did. So obviously, he's still responsible for a majority of this thing. Um, you know, there's rumors out there that there was a lot of things that were cut. That there was supposed to be three big action set pieces in the film, but they were cut by Fox for budgetary issues, um, and that's why the pacing's really weird. Um, I'll tell you, there's several things in the trailer that are not in the film. So there is obviously a lot of stuff that was cut out. Um, don't look for that scene in the trailer where Thane is dropped from the, um, uh, you know, from the plane and he, you know, starts smashing shit up. <laughs> that is not in the movie. Um, there's a scene in the trailer with Reed, Reed Richards talking to Doom. That scene's not in the trailer. 
uh, or the scene is not in the movie. Um, so there was a lot of editing going on to this thing, but not in a good way. Uh, there's a lot of laugh out loud moments. There's a lot of cheesy dialogue and they had a great cast. I mean, a really excellent cast and they botched it, man. They botched it. And there's no chemistry between, uh, Johnny Storm and the thing. Like they have such a brotherly relationship. You know, the Fantastic Four is a family and literally like this, this Fantastic Four that they threw together are people that like just met each other 10 minutes ago and just happened to get powers. So there's none of that relationship between them all. You know, a lot of people like to talk shit about the two Fantastic Four movies that came out several years ago, uh, Fantastic Four and the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. But I'll tell you, man, I'll take those movies any day over whatever the hell this was this past weekend. It really makes you appreciate those other ones because at least that felt like Fantastic Four. Um, I appreciate, you know, seeing how Chris Evans played Johnny um, is Johnny Storm. And, you know, I had no beef with Michael B. Jordan taking on the role and then making him black or whatever. I don't care. But whatever the hell he was playing in that movie, it was not Johnny Storm um, in any sense of the way. He had none of the characteristics. And it didn't even feel like him and Sue were brother and sister. Um, there was no chemistry or relationship between Reed and Sue. It was just bad. It was really just overall bad um, with just how they handled this thing. And there, you know, and I can't see in any way that they're going to actually, after this bomb of an opening weekend uh, and all the just bad stuff that's going on, that they're going to try to tie this in with the X-Men universe anymore. I think that is a done deal. I don't think that Fantastic Four is going to get that 2017 release date that they talked about. Um, and I honestly just think that Fantastic Four is just done. I think it's done for Fox. If Fox is smart, I think they should be calling up um, Disney Marvel tomorrow and trying to make some negotiations with them to buy back the rights. Um, because it's just, it'd be stupid to make a sequel with this cast because nobody cares. And at this point, if they were to try to reboot it again, it's just that's the third reboot within like, you know, 10 years. And it's just, I don't think they can afford to do that because no one's going to care. Uh, the only time people are going to care is if, the you know, Kevin Feige and his Marvel team get their hands on the property. And I still don't even think that Fantastic Four should get their own solo movie off the bat. I think that they should be used like the Hulk and just be used as like, you know, special characters and like Avengers films and stuff like that. Um, that'd probably be for the best. So in the end result, I ended up giving Fantastic Four two out of five stars. I gave it two because there were moments that were okay. And overall, I thought the film was just okay. Um, you know, I, I didn't like it by any stretch of the means, but I also didn't hate it. Um, it had potential throughout it and enough to where I, it was better than a one star, but it would never get to a three star. <laughs> level at all and that's just you know like i said it starts off strong and then it just kind of goes to hell um so that's fantastic four ladies and gentlemen two out of five stars um you know be the judge for yourself i've had some people ask you know should i go watch it or should i just wait and rent it it just depends to you man if you want to spend some money and you don't mind spending the money and you want to see what all the hoopla is about then go check it out um but you know i wouldn't say waste your money if, if you if you're tight on funds, then don't waste your money. Just wait for Redbox or whatever, okay? 
So two out of five for me on the new Fantastic Four reboot. And we'll keep you posted on when ends up happening here in the future with Fox and this franchise or with Josh Trank or whatever the hell it is. But I can tell you, man, I can understand why Disney is not allowing Josh Trank to, to uh, direct the Star Wars Chronicle film anymore. Um, they're getting the hell away. And I feel like that's Simon Kimberg right there. Because Simon Kimberg's in with that Star Wars universe. And I think after this Fantastic Four experience, he went to the people at, at you know, Disney and was like, please don't allow this dude to, to get his hands on Star Wars because he just doesn't know what he's doing. So that is that. And let's get on over to the news of the week. Let's start off with some new trailers. And of course, the hottest trailer to hit is the Deadpool trailer. Deadpool trailer dropped in the green band version and a red band version. It was on Conan this past Tuesday. And um, we actually talked about this trailer in great detail over on the Red Dragons Assemble episode. So once again, go check that out, reddragonsradio.com. Um, but I'm going to tell you, man, the trailer is amazing. I loved it. And that was actually the best part about going to see Fantastic Four was that I got to see this trailer on the big screen. Uh, too bad it was the green band, though, because I love the red band even more. Um, but yeah, great trailer. Love this thing. Ryan Reynolds was born to play this character. Um, it just, it's so good. I've seen the trailer probably, you know, 10 times already. So, uh, definitely go check it out on our trailers tab over on amiontheair.com. See what you think. Watch both versions. Um, but I think you'll love it. And I just, this is going to be a Fox comic book movie that I can't wait to see come February of 2016. Another new trailer that just hit is the second official trailer for The Intern, starring Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro. Um, we got an interview up with Colin Trevorrow, who directed Jurassic World. He talks about the Jurassic World sequel and an open-source dinosaur creation, where he just basically talks about, you know, that it might not be as simple as you think it is going into the uh, sequel, that there's a lot of different areas and directions that they're going to go, and I'm excited about it. Um, Oh, excuse me, I am tired. Um, <laughs> in the rumor mill section, because you know we always got rumors going around, uh, F. Gary Gray, director F. Gary Gray, um, is possibly in talks on Marvel to do the Black Panther movie. Um, I like F. Gary Gray. I think he'd be a good pick. So, um, you know, if anything ends up coming out of that, I think that would be a good decision there on Marvel's part. Um, in another set of WTF news of the week, um, a Pez Candy animated film is on the way. Yep, it really is. Pez Candy. Um, I just don't even know what to say with this. Um, you know, Hollywood, you know, hit us with a curveball with the Lego movie, because I remember reading that and being like, really, we're going to do a movie based on Legos? Uh, but it worked. It worked out really good, so that was cool. Um, but now I feel like we're stretching. A couple weeks ago I reported that they're doing an emoji film, and now we're getting a Pez movie. I don't know how we're going to do a Pez movie, but I'm just here to report the news, ladies and gentlemen, and a Pez comedy uh, candy movie is coming on the way. All episodes of the new Amazon show The Man in the High Castle will hit Amazon on November 20th. Um, and by the way, speaking of Amazon, I just... Uh, well, no, I'm not speaking of Amazon. I was going to say, on Hulu, there's a brand new show called Difficult People that just started. It's an exclusive Hulu show. It's pretty good. I just watched the first couple episodes. I'll definitely be watching it. Um, so that's pretty cool. 
there's a there's a couple new Amazon shows hitting Prime as well. Um, so definitely check those out. Back over to Amazon, uh, they have another new show coming out called Red Oaks, and all episodes of the comedy Red Oaks will drop on Amazon on October 9th. For all of you D&D fans like Geeky Pat, the Dungeons & Dragons movie is officially moving forward. Uh, they were going to do this movie a couple years ago, but then there was a big legal battle that ended up freezing you know, any opportunity to try to do uh, a D&D movie. Well, the legal battle has been settled, and they are allowed now to move forward with this. So the uh, Dungeons & Dragons movie adaptation is moving forward, so that is pretty cool there. Sleepy Hollow over on Fox for Season 3, they're cutting out the Headless Horseman. So he will not be returning for Season 3, but they are bringing back Joe Corbin. And 4 has added some new songs to its set list that we just released. They're being really sneaky and they're releasing like chunks of songs um, every couple weeks. So um, you can click on that link on our Twitter and Facebook page and definitely check out all the new jams that are coming out there. Season 2 of Mozart in the Jungle will debut on Amazon Prime in January of 2016. My girl Ronda Rousey, um, who of course from the UFC, one of the baddest women on the planet, she's going to be starring in her own autobiographical film that's going to be based on her book. So that's very, very interesting. She will be playing herself. Um, I like it. And um, yeah, I'm on board, man. I'd love to see her true story told. Season 2 of Transparent will debut on Amazon Prime on December 4th. Prometheus 2 is moving forward. And um, they're going to begin production on January of 2016. So, yeah, January 2016, we're going to start having Prometheus 2. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about this, to be honest. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the first Prometheus. I thought it had its moments. It looked like a beautiful film, but it wasn't something I'm dying to see a sequel to. So, we'll see. Um, getting... Hawkman in Legends of Tomorrow. I'm super, super excited about this. We know Hawkgirl is going to be in Legends of Tomorrow, so we were wondering, is, is Hawkman going to be far behind? Um, actor Falk Henschel has been cast as Hawkman in DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and they're saying that he will actually make his debut first in a Flash and Arrow episode, and then he'll come back in Legends of Tomorrow, and that he will be 5,000 years old, He'll have retention of his memories, um, where Hawkgirl is also 5,000 years old, but she has no recollection of her memories of the past. So, very interesting. It's very cool. I can't wait to see what they end up doing with Hawkman. Uh, reports are indicating that James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender have both signed on to more X-Men films. We've talked about this before, that all the first-class crew, um, McAvoy, Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Nicholas Holt, uh, their contracts were up after X-Men Apocalypse, so nobody knew what was going to happen, what was going to go down after that. And, um, it, you know, it looked like everybody's pretty much set to come back, except for um, Jennifer Lawrence, of course, because she's the one kind of holding out. Um, but, once again, this hasn't been confirmed by Fox or anybody, but this is a big rumor going around right now that they have already um, negotiated and been signed to come back to more movies, which I absolutely love, because I think McAvoy and Fassbender are awesome, and it, and it feels like Apocalypse is kind of like that reboot, where we're getting the original team back, but in younger versions, so I would hope that they'd be sticking around. 
So, yeah, yeah. Carla Cugino is going to be replacing Christina Hendricks in Cameron Crowe's new film, Roadies. Max von Sydow has joined Game of Thrones Season 6, which is very cool. Looks like Frank Grillo is going to be returning to The Purge 3. This makes me really happy because I love Frank Grillo in Purge 2 Anarchy. I tell everybody to watch this film, especially if you're a fan of The Punisher, because Frank Grillo basically was The Punisher in The Purge 2 Anarchy. Um, and if you want a really good Punisher film, just watch The Purge 2. And don't even think about it as The Purge. Watch it as a Punisher film and imagine in your head that Frank Grillo is um, Frank Castle. And you're going to love it. So I hope, you know, I'm glad to hear that he's coming back for number three. Because it seemed like this franchise was going to be one that, like, switched it up and changed the cast every movie. So this is very, very cool. Speaking of returning as well. Um, Ali Larder is returning to Resident Evil, the final chapter. I love Ali Larder, so I'm very, very happy that she's coming back for the last final um, Resident Evil film. Channing Tatum's wife, Jenna Dewan Tatum, has just signed on to Supergirl, and she'll be playing Lucy Lane. Very, very cool. I love Jenna. She is just gorgeous. Um, in some sad celebrity divorce news of this week, I feel like we've been doing this a lot lately. Gwen Stefani and Gavin Rosdale are getting a divorce. Irreconcilable differences. Uh, very sad. I mean, this is another couple from a long time. And, you know, it's always sad to see when, when Hollywood couples fail. And I, I thought Gwen and Gavin were a really, really good couple. So that, that really sucks. All right, let's see here. FX, of course, who is the network that seems to grab first-run rights to all the big movies, has done it again as they just nabbed rights to Mission Impossible Rogue Nation and Trainwreck. Um, if you're a fan of Stephen Amell and you're a fan of the WWE, heads up that Stephen Amell is coming to Monday Night Raw, actually tomorrow. So on August 10th, uh, he will be a special guest star on Raw as he's been feuding with WWE's Stardust on there. And it's kind of cool. They're kind of bringing the worlds of Arrow and WWE together. Um, because Stardust's character on that show is kind of built up like a um, like a villain, like a comic book villain, uh, which is pretty cool. So I'm glad that Stephen Amell, who's a big wrestling fan, is is going along with it and doing that. So very very cool. We also got an article up talking about the very first gameplay details of WWE 2K16. Lots of stuff announced for that. So definitely check out that article. Um, Hannibal star Hugh Dancy has just been cast in Hulu's new drama series. Um, so that's pretty cool there. So since Hannibal just got canceled, he's already got his next job lined up. Um, Brian Cranston is back on TV in the trailer for Amazon Sneaky Pete. And you can see the Sneaky Pete pilot right now on Amazon Prime. The Lifetime TV channel is uh, going to be airing a Jackson Family reality series. So that will be definitely interesting. Anything with the Jackson Family is very, very interesting. Kristen Stewart, Jesse Eisenberg, and Bruce Willis are confirmed for the next Woody Allen film. Watch the star-studded trailer for Xbox One's Quantum Break. That is available right now. Um, Hugh Dancy from uh, Hannibal. The show that he's doing is called The Way, which will be exclusively on Hulu, and he's joining Aaron Paul and Michelle Monaghan on that show. The Muppets TV show will be having some musical acts on it, and they just lined up their first musical act. It will be Imagine Dragons, so that's coming to the Muppets TV show. Peter Berg has signed on to direct the Boston Marathon bombing thriller 
uh, that is currently titled Patriots Day. Community has been officially canceled after six seasons. So remember, it was canceled off NBC, and then Yahoo picked it up, and it looks like uh, Yahoo's done with it right now at this point. There's some confusion on this, though, because uh, this was according to Joel McHale. Uh, Joel McHale was saying, yeah, it's done. We're not going to do any more. We might do the movie. Um, Yahoo's saying that they haven't made an official decision yet. I find that hard to believe, though, that Joe McHale would come out and say that the show's done unless somebody told him that. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um, over on uh, the CW's shows again, um, we know that the big villain for their um, Legends of Tomorrow TV show is going to be the character Vandal Savage. And uh, news has come out that actor Casper Crump has been given the role of Vandal Savage in um, Legends of Tomorrow. And I'll tell you, man, this dude, this Vandal Crump, um, I've never heard of the guy before, but seeing his picture, he looks exactly like Vandal Savage. <laughs> so I, they did a great job on casting with this one. I can't wait to see him on that show. In Honest Trailer for the week, we have Honest Trailer for the Fantastic Four movies, the first two. So very, very cool. We have a uh, new version of Everything Wrong with Kingsman, The Secret Service, so check that out, along with Everything Wrong with Chappie in 16 Minutes or Less, and that's for you, Geeky Pet. Does Chappie, Chappie like fries? Um, <laughs> we have um, Norm of the North, which is a new trailer for a animated film. Um, let's see here. Bing, director of San Andreas, has also been signed on to helm the military adventure film, a military adventure film for Sony Pictures. I don't know when he'll do that because he's also going to be directing the Rampage movie with The Rock. So I don't know if this uh, military film will be before or after Rampage. Will Smith, it looks like he's going to join the film Collateral Beauty, uh, replacing the role that Hugh Jackman just dropped out of. Uh, Hugh Jackman was signed to this film Collateral Beauty, and due to scheduling conflicts with his next Wolverine film, he had to drop out, and it looks like um, Will Smith will actually be picking up that role. So very, very cool. Um, David Allen Greer is going to be playing the Cowardly Lion in NBC's The Wiz. Blake Lively, Corey Stoll have also joined the new Woody Allen film. So, man, he's stacking up, uh, stacking up the cast on that one there. Sony Pictures has also unveiled release dates for their upcoming films. Um, this is very, very cool here. They put out a picture on their Instagram and kind of launched some new dates for some movies and some brand new dates for some stuff we didn't even know was coming. And there was a couple things on here that I'm really excited about, so check it out. They have a movie called Money Monster, which will be released on uh, April 8th of 2016. The Shallows on June 24th, 2016. The Ghostbusters reboot, of course, the all-female one. Uh, it has a new release date, and that will be July 15th, 2016. Patient Zero on September 2nd, 2016. The Magnificent Seven, this is the one with uh, Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt. That's going to now come out on Ju um, September 23rd, 2016. Underworld 5, we talked about this before, that Kate Beckinsale is coming back. Underworld 5 will be released next year on October 21st. Very, very cool. Passengers, which is going to be that sci-fi film with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Passengers will hit on December 21st, 2016. 
And lastly, for 2016, a Jumanji reboot uh, coming out on Christmas Day, uh, December 25th, 2016. Then in 2017, we have The Dark Tower on January 13th. Then Resident Evil 6, the final chapter, will hit January 27th. Here's one big one that came out that I was like, what? Bad Boys 3. Bad Boys 3 has officially been given a date of February 17th, 2017. Then a movie called Baby Driver on uh, March 17th, 2017. The Barbie movie on June 2nd, 2017. Then the Uncharted movie, of course, this is based on the video game Uncharted, which was supposed to come out in 2016. It got pushed back and has now been officially given a release date of June 30th, 2017. Then a movie called The Lamb on um, December 8th, 2017. And lastly, we're going to actually jump ahead a couple years, all the way to 2019, because you know what they've also slated? Bad Boys 4. Yeah, Bad Boys 4 on July 3rd, 2019. So we got an announcement on a Bad Boys 3 and a Bad Boys 4. Um, so it looks like they have secured some kind of uh, big deal with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence to lock them in for two more pictures to not waste any time. Um, no word yet on a director, script, anything. I haven't even heard the official, like, hey, guys, this is coming from Sony. But they announced the release date, so it's pretty damn official. Um, it's just pretty nuts. It just, I just felt like this Bad Boys news came out of nowhere. And not only to get a three, but to get a number four as well. Crazy. So that's all the big release dates coming from Sony. Um, we have the trailer for that Sneaky Pete show over on uh, Amazon. You can check that out. It also stars Giovanni Ribisi. We have the first, uh, we have a trailer for Fargo Season 2. Um, Bungie, um, the video game developing company who put out the game Destiny, they've replaced Peter Dinklage with Nolan North as the ghost in the upcoming Destiny expansion pass. Um, a new rumor is suggesting that in the new Spider-Man reboot that's coming out in 2017, that your bad guy will be Craven the Hunter. So, ooh, Craven the Hunter might be battling Peter Parker in the Spider-Man reboot. This is a big, big rumor going around right now. Kevin Feige has already told us that we're going to get a new villain we've never seen before. So, I think this is a, a very good shot to be Craven coming up there. The Hobbit Extended Trilogy will get a three-night-only uh, theatrical release. So, if you're a big Hobbit fan, look for that. Uh, Darren Chris, who is from Glee, he's in talks to join American Horror Story Hotel. So that's the new uh, show that's coming out, I believe, in October. So getting close there. Um, find the date here for you, because um, I know that a lot of people are actually pretty excited about this. Bones and Sleepy Hollow are going to actually have a crossover. Um, this is pretty nuts, and I know I actually had somebody tweet me like, "You better not be messing with me. I'm not messing with you." Fox is crossing over Bones and Sleepy Hollow in a crossover event that has now been set. They're going to air back-to-back -back episodes on October 29th. So right around Halloween. It's a lot earlier than people expected that they would be. Um, we're not sure what the episodes will have in common or anything like that. Both shows uh, will kick off on October 1st. But the um, crossover event between Bones and Sleepy Hollow will be October 29th. So you can look for that then. 
For the third year in a row, Robert Downey Jr. is the highest paid actor in Hollywood. In 2015, he took in $80 million. Most of it, of course, for Marvel money. Um, Forbes has broken down the full list of the highest paid stars, which also includes Bradley Cooper, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, and Chris Pratt. Um, it just shows you, man, how big the Marvel Cinematic Universe is. Um, as for Downey Jr., his bank account has benefited from both Avengers Age of Ultron and Captain America Civil War. A large portion of the $80 million he brought in is from his back-end participation in Age of Ultron, which grossed $1.4 billion at the box office. He also reportedly got $40 million for the upcoming Civil War film. Damn, $40 million for one film. Um, so, that is just insane. Um, Vin Diesel ranked at number three with $47 million, um, while Adam Sandler rounded out the top five with $41 million. Uh, that's in part due to his recent four-picture four deal with Netflix. So, that is, uh, pretty damn big. Let me pull up the, um, full list here and kind of break it down a little bit more. Uh, let's see here. Eight actors in 2015. Those are the top 10. Mark Wahlberg's in there um, with 32 million in earnings. Bradley Cooper ranked at number four with 41 million as he produced and starred in American Sniper. Um, Tom Cruise was number six with forty million. Who's number two, man? I feel like they're, they're all skipping over who the hell number two is. Um, it's Jackie Chan. That's crazy. So Robert Downey Jr. eighty million, and then Jackie Chan was number two. million dollars oh man he makes a lot of money in hong kong dude that guy's going nuts that is insane and then number number three is uh vin diesel earning 47 million uh most of it obviously coming off the success of furious seven the four is bradley cooper that is massive I can't believe Jackie Chan is number two. Like that just that blows my mind right there. Woo! Alrighty, let's move on with the news. Um like we said Will Smith is replacing Jackman the Collateral. Um you know what I should have called tonight's show? I'm touching myself tonight. Um <laughs> based on the Deadpool trailer. I just forget that line just popped into my head. I saw a picture of Deadpool and I was like, oh shit. Um NBC has revealed that they hired a newcomer to play Dorothy in The Wiz. Um, Star Wars Saga is going to be released in new limited edition Blu-ray steelbooks for all you nerds out there that have to have every edition of Star Wars that comes out. The Lego Marvel Avengers game has been delayed to January 2016. The producer of the Sherlock Holmes films confirms that a script is in works for a third Sherlock Holmes film. Uh, that they're currently working on, and um, it says that, that Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law are definitely on board. They just want to make sure the script is, you know, definitely there. 
We have the first full Leftovers Season 2 trailer, which you can check out. A pretty cool photo poster for Gotham Season 2, where all the characters are kind of laid out in the shape of the bat symbol. I really like this poster. I thought it looks really, really cool. Um, Colin Farrell has joined J.K. Rowling's Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. So that's pretty cool. It's a good addition there to that, that film. In just seven months, Universal Pictures has broken the worldwide box office record. Bringing in just billions, billions of dollars, billions of dollars. Um, they have announced that the studio has grossed $5.53 billion, marking it the highest grossing year ever for a studio in industry history, especially in just seven months. They beat the previous record held by 20th Century Fox, which ended in 2014 with $5.52 billion. To date, Universal Pictures grossed $3.59 billion internationally and $1.94 billion domestically and is poised to cross the $2 billion at the North American box office later this month. Obviously, this is really coming down to some of the biggest ones of the year, which included Jurassic World, bringing in $1.562 billion. Uh, and Furious 7 with $1.515 billion, which are the third and fifth highest grossing films in history, respectively, as well as uh, Minions with $875 million, Fifty Shades of Grey with $570 million, and Pitch Perfect 2 with $283 million. So those are just the big ones that kind of helped them, you know, collect all that damn money, man. So congratulations to Universal Pictures. Uh, iZombie over in the CW has uh, has cast Robert Nipper as Blaine's father. Anna, Anna, Anna Lynn McCord has joined Secrets and Lies for season two. So you're getting a lot of casting ramped up for that there. Wally West has been cast for The Flash season two. Um, Keenan Lonsdale is his name, and he's going to be playing... Wally West, and he will be a new series regular. Um, he's definitely doing the take off the new 52 Wally West, so we'll see how that all plays out right there. Um, I, I'm glad for the addition. I mean, you know, we're already getting multiple universes and all kinds of timelines, and we're getting different flashes from different continuities, so it makes sense to get Wally up in there. Lawrence Fishburne is in talks to join the Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt movie Passengers. Fox has ordered a pilot about an Ikea-like store that's selling haunted furniture. <laughs> I don't make this shit up, man. I'm telling you. We have the first trailer for Solace, which stars uh, Colin Farrell and Anthony Hopkins. We have the new Everest trailer, starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Karen Knightley. Looks really, really good. Um, the um, One of the producers on... The Doctor Strange movie says that Doctor Strange will be like Marvel's Fantasia film. <laughs> uh, we have another Nightmare on Elm Street reboot in the works. <sighs> I don't know if we need another reboot, but the other reboot wasn't successful enough to get a sequel, so we got to bring Freddy back in some portion, I guess. We have 16 new Guitar Hero songs revealed, just like the Rock Band stuff. They're releasing songs in little chunks. So you can check out that article to find out the new songs that have been released for Guitar Hero. Joe Dirt 2 is now Crackle's most watched original movie ever. I don't think that that's saying much because there's not much to watch on Crackle. Um, but I'll tell you, man, I watched Joe Dirt 2. It fucking sucked. 
it was such a bad movie. So, yeah, don't waste your time. Even though it's free on, <laughs> on Crackle, I still wouldn't waste your time. Um, we have the brand new Hitman Agent 47 trailer. This is the final trailer for the film. I'm looking really forward to this. I think it's going to be really, really good. Russell Crowe, Aaron Paul, and Amanda Seyfried star together in the drama Fathers and Daughters. You can check out that trailer. Um, Ryan Felipe is set to join the show Shooter over on the USA Network. And Shooter will be based, it's a TV version, based on Mark Wahlberg's movie of the same name. So Ryan Felipe will be playing, I believe, the character Mark Wahlberg was. Uh, the Hobbit, the Battle of the Five Armies Extended Edition, has been given an R rating. So they actually had to get a new rating on that one. Pretty interesting there. Pitbull is going to guest star perform, guest star and perform on Empire over on Fox for season two. Jason Sudeikis is going to return to Last Man on Earth in season two, which you, if you saw the cliffhanger of the first season you saw that he was coming which i think is really really cool i love jason stakis uh bill Hader is going to be playing uh the new captain of brooklyn 99 so i love bill Hader, man so he'll be a great addition to the show even though i think his role will be kind of a guest starring kind of thing because you know captain holt's going to be coming back fox has ordered a new music drama pilot from lee daniels who does fox over um does empire over on fox Congratulations to Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux. They got married a couple days ago, so congratulations to them finally tying the knot. Fox has officially signed on to do a Prison Break event series. So yes, they'll be doing a mini-series, kind of like the X-Files revival, on Prison Break. Um, yeah, I was never into that show, so I'm, not, I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh James Franco is going to be playing twins in an upcoming HBO porn drama directed by a Game of Thrones director. So that's going to be interesting. We have the first trailer for By the Sea, which is directed by Angelina Jolie, and she stars in the film with Brad Pitt. I watched this trailer, and I'm like, what the hell is this? It was a very, very odd trailer. I don't even know what to think about it. Um, Mulder and Scully have been have broken up by the time you meet back up with their characters in the X-Files revival. Fox says that they're continuing to pursue an X-Men TV series. He said that they're trying really hard. They we're having meetings with Marvel all the time on how they're going to do it and where the continuity is and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but they said that they're pretty close to having something done. So we might be getting a X-Men uh, TV show sooner rather than later. Fox is also looking to reboot and totally reset 24. We're going to bring back the show 24, and it is going to be a reset with all new characters and, of course, no Jack Bauer. So there you go. Um, Steven Spielberg, we told you a couple months ago that he signed on. He's going to be directing the film adaptation of the book Ready Player One, and it has just been given a release date of December 2017. Samuel Jackson and John C. Riley are in negotiations to join Kong Skull Island. We have Everything Wrong with the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 1. Um, we have a brand new trailer for The Last Witch Hunter, starring Vin Diesel. Looks really, really cool. Ramsey um, has just signed on a, two, a new two-year deal over at Fox to continue working with them. Um, Lee Daniels of Empire fame has also said that there will be a spinoff of the show and it might be based on Cookie, so <laughs> take that for what you will. Uh, Orange is the New Black's Uzo Aduba 
and Glee's Amber Riley have joined NBC's The Wiz. We have a first look at Gotham Season 2 Villains. You can check out that article. Um, back on Empire again, lots of Empire news this week. Uh, Mariah Carey is set to appear on an episode of Empire. Cohen brothers are going to write and direct an adaptation of Black Monkey. Oh, I said Black Monkey. Uh, Black Money. <laughs> Black Money for Warner Brothers. So that's uh, going to be coming from the Cohen brothers. Um, Kellen Lutz has joined the sci fi thriller SFV1. No other real information off of that. And cinema is developing the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. We already talked about that. Um, that was more of confirmation because earlier in the week we reported that maybe that was more of a rumor. And now they're saying that yes, uh, New Line Cinema is actively developing it. So it'd be sooner rather than later. Um, we got some news on the Gambit movie. And I'm very excited about this. Bella Donna Bordeaux is going to be the female lead in Gambit. Um, and some of the actresses that are said to be trying out for this thing are Leah Sado, Rebecca Ferguson, and Abby Lee. Um, are on the short list to play Bella ba- Belladonna Baudreau in, in Fox's Gambit movie. Um, late last month, word broke the negotiations appeared to have been falling through with Channing Tatum, but everything's been worked out with that. He is going to be playing Gambit. Um, Blue is the warmest color, and Spectre star Leah Sado is among the actresses reading to appear uh, for the film. It also is going to be having um, Mission Impossible Rogue Nations, Rebecca Ferguson, and Mad Max Fury Road's Abby Lee. So those are the three females supposedly on the shortlist to play this character. And um, what I like about it is Rebecca Ferguson. Um, Of course, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, she is incredible on that movie, and she's obviously going to have a reaction. She is so, so good. And um, I would love to see her get the role in Star Opposite Channing in that film. Irish actress Jen Murray has joined um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. We have the new teaser trailer for HBO's show Vinyl, starring Bobby Cannavale. Uh, looks pretty interesting there. It's uh, executive produced by Martin Scorsese and Mick Jagger. Take that for what you will. Um, First season two trailer for Empire, since we talked about it so damn much. Um, Tim Miller talks Colossus, Green Lantern, and putting Cable in Deadpool 2. So lots of news about Deadpool coming directly from Tim Miller. Now that the trailer has been released, he can talk a little bit more about the film. And it's pretty cool there. I like that he says in there that obviously Ryan Reynolds has some uh, Green Lantern anger to work out while filming this film. He says that there's a ton of Green Lantern jokes in the film. He doesn't. He's not sure how many will actually make the final cut of the film because he says it's so often and they've used so much um, that you know he's gonna obviously have to trim it back a little bit. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty funny that he had definitely had some aggression to work out there. Um, Fox is plotting a Cookie Lion prequel series for Empire. I don't watch Empire, so. You know, I don't know if that's good or not, but if you do, maybe you'll get a cookie show. 
Kate Mara, of course from Fantastic Four fame, is set to play Megan Levy in a biopic film about the Iraq war hero. Uh, very, very serious role. Very cool role that I think Kate, Kate Mara is a great actress. I mean, we joke about Fantastic Four and we joke about how bad her hair was in it. Uh, but she's an excellent actress and I think she'll really kill it in this biopic film. The Lord and Chris Miller will probably only produce 23 Jump Street because obviously they're too busy doing like a Star Wars film and the million other projects that they're writing right now. Kingsman's Taron Egerton is an early talks to take on the lead role in Robin Hood Origins. Don't know why we need an origin story for Robin Hood, but of course it's Hollywood and that's what they do. Um, Lionsgate Pictures and Hasbro are teaming up and are going to be doing a My Little Pony movie. It will be animated, but we're going to finally get a My Little Pony movie, which I think would be cute for the girls out there. Um, Michael Shannon and Aaron Taylor Johnson have joined Tom Ford's Nocturnal Animals. We have some news on some of the FX shows uh, coming out, including American Horror Story, Hotel, and Fargo. So let's see here. Um, FX has announced some series return dates for American Horror Story uh, and Fargo, and the premiere date for Sons of Anarchy creator Kurt Sutter's new series, The Bastard Executioner. American Horror Story Hotel, which will be 13 episodes long um, and adds Lady Gaga to the franchise, will air on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. starting on October 7th. Fargo Season 2 will be 10 episodes long and it will be uh, undergoing a complete reboot for Season 2, and that will air on Mondays at 10 p.m., starting on October 12th. Fox has also announced a renewal for The Strain, and several other pieces of development, including a Louis Companion series and some Archer news. Um, the Bastard Executioner show uh, will air on Tuesdays at 10 p.m., and that will start on September 15th. Like I said before, um, FX has also renewed The Strain for Season 3. I'm way behind. I love The Strain Season 1, and I don't know why I'm so far behind on Season 2 already. Season 2 started like three weeks back. I haven't even watched one episode yet. I need to because I really, really like The Strain and I want to get back into it. So I need to catch up. I'm glad to see that, you know, Corey Stoll is getting some good work there. Uh, and that the strain has been renewed for season three. And supposedly, uh, they said the creators, Guillermo del Toro and the producers and stuff, say that they have a five-season plan for the TV show. So if it keeps up its ratings, it could actually go up to five seasons. So very, very cool. Um, FX has moved the show Archer over to its sister channel, FXX. Uh, and they've also added another animated series. Uh, to the deal there. The animated series is going to be called Cassius and Clay. That'll also air on FXX and Lake Bell and Caitlin Olsen are going to voice the characters of Cassius and Clay on that TV show. His next album will premiere on the network title in September. FX has also ordered the first season of a comedy called Better Things that is executive produced by Louis C.K. Uh, but Louis's own show over on FX is going to be going on an extended hiatus. This is the Lane Ben Affleck's movies The Accountant and Live by Night. And the rumor going around is that it's all for Batman. Yes, um, 
It's saying that the Warner Brothers executives are so happy with the work that Ben Affleck has done as Batman so far. Uh, they actually did an early, you know, screening for the executives of Warner Brothers of Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, and it, the room got a standing ovation. Um, and they said they just absolutely love Ben Affleck as Batman. That everybody's raving about him in this movie and saying he is just he's the future. He's the best Batman we've ever had, which is what I've already gone on record to say. And um, they want his full potential on writing, producing, directing, you know, the solo Batman movies. So they push back his other projects, which I don't know how happy that made him because I'm sure he wants to do some other stuff, too. And he's got to gear up to do um, Justice League in a couple months as well so yeah so some of his other projects are going to have to wait for now let's see what else we got here supposedly we have what the teams will be for civil war so as you know in the civil war movie we basically are going to have two teams we're going to have team captain america and team iron man uh coming up in the movie where people are going to have to choose sides so supposedly, now once again, these are rumors, so take them for what you will, but supposedly Team Captain America will consist of Captain America, Hawkeye, Falcon, Scarlet Witch, Ant-Man, and the Winter Soldier. Team Iron Man will be Iron Man, Vision, Spider-Man, Black Widow, and War Machine. Uh, Black Panther is also in the movie, but Kevin Feige has already announced that Black Panther will actually be neutral he won't be on either side so some pretty cool teams there obviously team iron man seems a little bit more of the big guns i think because they've got vision and spider-man and iron man and war machine uh, <laughs> so there's only five on that team there's six on the other team um but you really i mean scarlet witch would probably be the biggest heavy hitter on that team uh, along with ant-man <laughs> and, and cap so um, but I thought they, they evened them out pretty well, to be honest. So if this does end up sticking, you heard it here first, baby. Uh, those are the teams for Civil War. Um, let's see here. Quinn has been added to another new Amazon pilot that we call The Patriot. Um, American Horror Story, we have all the character details and setting revealed. Uh, you can check out that article. I don't want to spoil it for anybody that doesn't know or doesn't want to know. Uh, the show Sense8 over on Netflix has been renewed for a season two, which is pretty cool because I didn't think it was going to get one because um, I know everybody I know that watched it didn't like it. Um, but it's getting a season two. I still need to watch it myself. Um, we are moving forward with the Mortal Kombat movie and none other than Fint, uh, Furious 7 director and upcoming Aquaman director uh, James Wan. He's going to be producing the film. So great news to have there for Mortal Kombat. So um, James Wan will be producing the Mortal Kombat film. Uh, there has been a director announced for um, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters 2. Uh, it's been quite some time since I've announced any news on this. We knew it was coming. Um, but the director, his name is Bruno Avilian. He's actually just only done commercials. He's never done a movie before. Um, the original film's director is not returning, but he did write the script. Um, he, he wrote the screenplay, and um, they're saying that right now they're just waiting for a break in Jeremy Renner's schedule to go ahead and move forward with this. So I liked Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. I thought it was, a, it was a fun movie, so very, very cool. Uh, let's see... 
2 hopes to include cable in it, so if they can move forward there, they definitely want cable to be a part of it, which they can definitely do with the X-Men universe uh, being associated there. 20th Century Fox has released some news on the new Ice Age movie. Ice Age 5 is coming to theaters in 2016, and it's been given a new film. The title of the film will be Ice Age Collision Course, and has moved the film back one week to July 22nd to avoid the Ghostbusters reboot. So there you go. I don't even know why they're still making um, Ghostbusters movies. Or not Ghostbusters, but um, Ice Age movies, sorry. Uh, let's see here. Brie Larson has confirmed that she is joining Kong Skull Island, so that's pretty damn cool right there. Um, for flopped at the box office, bringing in a very weak $26.2 million. Wow, 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 wow. Um, and we'll talk more about box office here as we uh, wrapping up the show here. Uh, and uh, speaking of Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four has officially been given the worst cinema score ever for a studio superhero movie. Wow. And the hits just keep coming for Fantastic Four. And our last piece of news here is that Bill Murray will be cameoing in the new Ghostbusters reboot, the all-female one directed by Paul Feig. Um, this is really, really cool. We knew Dan Aykroyd was going to do it. Um, you know, Bill Murray has always distanced himself from this franchise because, you know, that when they begged him and begged him and begged him to do Ghostbusters 3, he was like, nope, nope, nope. Um, but he is going to be doing this. He is set to appear in the new Ghostbusters film. Very, very cool. I love it very, very much. That is going to wrap up the news of the week. Let's, uh, on over and take a look at our release dates for the week as far as home video and um, everything else. So on DVD and Blu-ray this week is going to be Hot Pursuit and Unfriended. Hot Pursuit is a Reese Witherspoon movie with Sofia Vergara that just absolutely bombed just a couple months ago. And Unfriended, which was the horror movie that basically takes place all over Skype. Um, <laughs> The movie sucked, by the way. So those two will hit Blu-ray and DVD this week. In theaters on Friday is going to be The Man from Uncle, of course, the new spy movie starring Henry Cavill, Superman himself, and The Lone Ranger, Army Hammer, um, and also Straight Outta Compton, the uh, biopic film on NWA. So two big movies coming out Friday with The Man from Uncle and Straight Outta Compton. And here's your box office top ten. Coming in number ten, it's Southpaw with four point eight million. Number nine is Pixels with 5.4 million. Number eight is Trainwreck with 6.3 million. Number seven is a debut. It's Ricky and the Flash with 7 million. Number six is Minions with 7.4 million. Number five is Ant-Man with 7.8 million. Number four is Vacation with 9.1 million. Number three is another debut. It's The Gift with 12 million. And The Gift is getting excellent reviews. I really want to see this film, and I hope to see it in the next week or two. Definitely need to check out The Gift. Um, great, great stuff there. Twelve million for that. Coming in number two is the Fantastic Four. Wamp, wamp. Only bringing in twenty-six point two million dollars. A number two debut for a comic book film. Uh, this is showing, you know, what word of mouth is doing, what bad reviews are doing. Um, just negative press all the way around. The film didn't even debut at number one. Um, this is a big bomb right here. 
Uh, it really, really is. It's considered one of the biggest flops of the summer. Um, you know, just to put it in comparison, the original Fantastic Four film uh, with Chris Evans and them brought in like $55 million in its opening weekend, and that was like in 2004 or 2005. And then Fantastic Four 2, Rise of the Silver Surfer, brought in $58 million in its opening weekend. So just in comparison, that was years ago. And this one here is a big reboot from Fox, and it only brought in 26.2. Big, big bomb. Original projections had this movie at $50 million, and then Friday came, and they said, okay, it'll hit 40. It didn't even crack 30, and it didn't even make number one. This was projected to be the number one film by a landslide, and it was only number two with $26.2 million. So number one, once again, for its second week, is Mission Impossible Rogue Nation with $29.4 million. So great job there for Mission Impossible. A great film that I highly recommend to everybody to go check out. So that's your box office. That's all your release dates coming out this week. And that will do it, my friends, for this episode of Am I on the Air? So please, it's time to do some pimping. Um, check out our official webpage. It's amiontheair.com. Uh, you can go there and you can listen to the show. Check out trailers. Look at uh, movie reviews. Everything's right there on amiontheair.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. Follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. We are there. Please, if you listen on iTunes, take a second, rate us, um, you know, give us a, a star scale. You can be honest. I mean, whatever you need to do, but but help us out. You know, get definitely moves us up in the eyes of Apple and all the other podcasts that are out there. It definitely shows that people enjoy the show. So definitely rate and subscribe over on iTunes. Um, we are on Stitcher. If you just want an app to listen to the show too, you can do Stitcher. You can do TuneIn. I recommend Stitcher because Stitcher will have our new episode up pretty instantly. TuneIn may take a day or two. So, you know, but it's there if you like, if you like to listen to TuneIn. Um, we are also on Periscope. We're on Instagram and we're on YouTube, uh, all over the place. So just look up Am I on the Air? Uh, hope to be doing a little bit more on Periscope here soon, like maybe do a spoiler talk on Fantastic Four, what happened, um, and some other stuff. So definitely subscribe to us on Periscope and Instagram. Um, please check out our affiliates at reddragonsradio.com. Bookmark us there, and you can listen to this show. You can listen to Am I Still on the Air. If you haven't listened to our Am I Still on the Air Ant-Man spoiler review, check that out. And, of course, the new Red Dragons Assemble. I'm going to pimp it again. Me, Giggy Pat, Peeps. We're, it's, it's a big show right there. You only do one a month, so you have no excuse to check it out. It's Red Dragons Assemble. Go listen. RedDragonsRadio.com. Follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. And you can even like it on Facebook so you know what's going down with all the best podcasts on the web. That'll do it for this August the 9th Am I On The Air edition. Uh, my name is Don Mega. I'm your host. Until next time, my friends. Peace. Red Dragon!